Hello everyone, welcome to the Plug-in India Electric Vehicle Podcast, our weekly show on the happenings in the Indian electric vehicle scene. My name is Abhishek, I'm the host at Plug-in India and I've been associated with Plug-in India since 2015 and with me is my friend Kamli, the editor-in-chief of the Plug-in India platform. We also have Farah, the producer of the podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the 22nd episode of the Electric Vehicle Weekly Podcast. I'm your host Abhishek and with me as usual is Kamlesh. Uh, today's episode is Tesla versus the Indian government. So Kamlesh, what's been going on at Plug in India this week? Yeah, hi Abhishek, uh, me Atulji, we visited a, a new uh, EV startup called Omega Seki. Uh, it's an Indian company but they have a Japanese sounding name, Omega Seki and uh, they are launching uh, cargo vehicles, so loaders, uh, autos, and uh, commercial vehicles for uh, carrying load, uh, mm-hmm. plus also cargo two-wheelers. And uh, we spoke to the founder, pretty interesting guy. He was very passionate about EVs, and he was also saying that, you know, we're going to launch pickup trucks soon. Wow. And uh, focusing, on, focusing on products that the big guys, Mafia is not launching. So he was, he totally agreed with our sentiment of how big guys are slowing the, you know, launch of commercial vehicles. Mm-hmm. He was saying that, you know, Mahindra has uh, 25 commercial diesel vehicles, but in spite of acquiring Reva 11 years back, they don't even have a single commercial EV in the portfolio, apart from that Zor. We took a video, with, we will come out in the channel soon and uh, his interview was pretty interesting. So they had, this company has a lot of investment and they're, uh, uh, have, they're very bullish on, you know, launching a lot of commercial vehicles and also personal vehicles too, he said. So he'll also launch a car, he was saying. So I really look forward to companies like this causing disruption and, you know, teaching these ice car companies a lesson. You guys did visit uh, the Chetak uh, factory on uh, to see a couple of launches and you, I think you feel that uh, they are doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, I think the two-wheeler ice companies uh, have realized that, you know, they can't keep delaying. But the car companies, car ice companies are absolutely playing games, still playing games. So we can easily see that, right? Nothing happening in the car world. Yeah, we recently released a video of uh, Atul uh, visiting the Chetak factory uh, on launch day. And it's a very fun video, uh, as usual, filled with Atul's humor. So be sure to check it out. This episode of the Plug in India podcast is brought to you by our awesome Patreon and YouTube members. For as little as just $1 a month, you can contribute to the work of Plug in India and help keep the channel independent. Once you are a member, you get access to our Discord server where you can interact with the Plugin India team members on a daily basis. Go to www.patreon.com slash pluginindia or click on the join button on our YouTube channel. All right, with that, let's get on to let's get with our very first uh, topic, which is no reduction in import duties for Tesla in India. Tesla's plans to sell electric vehicles in India may face further delay over high import duty. The Indian Ministry of Heavy Industries has not approved the reduction of import duties for electric cars. Uh, Sheikh, so this is a story which we spoke about last week too. And uh, we know that Tesla has been lobbying to the Transport Minister, Department of Heavy Heavy Industries. They have been lobbying to slash the taxes and duties levied on the import of vehicles uh, to 40% from, from the current range of 60% to 100%. They currently plan to import the Tesla cars to India and then decide if if there's demand, then they'll set up a gigafactory here in India. That is the stance Tesla has taken. Minister of Heavy Industries, Mr. Krishnan Pal Gurjar, he said in the parliament that uh, there's no such proposal under consideration uh, to reduce the import duties uh, for Tesla. I think this was an expected outcome. Obviously, it is a setback for Tesla because they're a large, 
luxury car uh, manufacturer and the ice car lobby in india seems to have blockaded their efforts the more time tesla takes to enter the indian market the more the indian ic uh, car industry and the mnc oems will feel will feel less pressure to launch electric cars in india yes abhishek so that lobby must have been a, a factor here <laughs> even though publicly uh, the statements were made by people from mahindra and hyundai the government is not budging and tesla tesla will have to now rethink its strategy for india but uh, we uh, rafael and i i had a debate about uh, being too protectionist in in our policies and all uh, you know letting corporates do whatever they want so we had a debate last week in our podcast and uh, there's the same issue here so should we allow tesla give it exemptions to tesla uh, or you know let all the auto companies uh, get ckd kits and launch uh, them in india so that's the debate we had last week and uh, that still is an issue bjp government which uh, is the current government came to power 7 uh, years ago on the promise of big development but they've increasingly turned uh, protectionist in the last few years especially as we can see in the case of their policies against amazon and walmart uh, and another issue is that the uh, china market uh, is so much more ahead of us it's exactly because of things like these if you look at the china mm. policy with regard to tesla they had a 25% import duty which made it uh, uh, quite uh, attractive for tesla to enter the chinese market came in and set up the gigafactory and at the same time having tesla to come in china government also provided huge subsidies and friendly industrial policies to allow its uh, homegrown electric vehicle market to mature and the result is there for all to see in 2021 which is that uh, not only do they have a flourishing import market they also have a thriving uh, domestic market electric cars are seen in all the streets in beijing and not uh, sorry in china in all the major cities like beijing and, Sh- and shanghai and so on and not only that they are importing also to india this is another big opportunity uh, that india lost which it could have capitalized on 10 years back the difference is that you know the chinese car oems they are on board with the chinese government but the indian car oems or not on board at all about electric cars that is a big issue and maybe if tesla would come sells uh, imported uh, ckd tesla cars i don't know if that will affect the indian oems to go aggressively and launch multiple electric car variants i i'm not sure i mean you know i'm in uh, both sides i would like tesla to come here and teach these guys a lesson these car companies a lesson but at the same time tesla launches only expensive luxury cars how will that make a difference uh, say in the next 5 to 6 years exactly so there's a touch cash money to situation for me at least what do you think about the repercussions tesla to are you know busy elsewhere in other markets they have uh, lot of production issues and uh, uh, the new technology coming up with a new cell in a couple of years so they're busy and they don't care they they won't care about india if the government is not uh, giving them uh, reducing import duties if this continues then we will not see tesla for the next 5 years personally how do you, what do you think about that tesla's policy if it does come in is, uh, to come in and sell i don't know 300 500 cars maybe the way hyundai did with the kona and get mm-hmm. get excellent public relations and then that's it i think that that'll be the entire india strategy so that is as good as not coming in because how are uh, a thousand cars or less than a thousand cars supposed to make a dent in the uh, indian market that's supposed to make uh, a, an impact on the environment it's basically negligible it's not right, right. bothering about i feel uh, this tesla hype is i think in india <laughs> at least is uh, until is, is just overboard yeah until they launch a small electric car a hatchback 
maybe that is so called model 2 say under 15 lakhs or then we only then we can expect decent numbers if they if they don't have plans to launch anything smaller what kind of dent will tesla make you're right so i i do agree with that there so i'm not totally worried about this a lot, a lot of people you know in mainstream media and also some of our uh, some some people in our ev community they are like you know very sad in that tesla is not coming sooner uh, it, it doesn't make any difference right so i think there are other startups like ola and strom uh, which we will uh, look forward to to take on uh, big guys car companies here i have a lot more hope from them let's see what the future bring okay moving on to the second article revolt motors rv1 to replace rv300 our revolt motors is expected to start production of their new model rv1 by early next year and re- to replace the rv300 Ratan India a company with a 43% stake in Revolt Motors has announced that the company is planning to announce a new motorcycle called the RV1 which is going to be priced cheaper than the current RV300 and is going to replace the latter this will be a 100% made in india product uh, anjali ratan the promoter of ratan india enterprises who has now a majority stake in revolt uh, she says that uh, they have been importing parts from china and uh, but right now the supply chain is going to be from indian vendors and uh, the production model production of the new model will commence uh, in 2022 and will be 100% uh, made in india electric motorcycle so you will have uh, rv400 and this new uh, model called rv1 uh, which will be at a lower price they expect the price to be around 75 to 80000 for the new rv1 electric motorcycle so oh. looks promising looks like uh, revolt uh, is expanding and offering new models as fantastic there also another bit of news about revolt apparently dominos uh, pizza india is going to acquire a lot of revolt uh, electric motorcycles and replace them in their uh, in their franchises so that's pretty interesting news so just a related news i want to just throw in yeah that's great uh, we yeah. we definitely need more and more of uh, food delivery companies and so on and amazon uh, com- you know companies that are regularly deliver thousands of products to people every day they need to switch to electric on an emergency basis yeah it's pretty interesting about revolt actually they have uh, whenever they launch i mean whenever they say that you know bookings are open they immediately couple of hours they close the bookings this this wow. this feels like an amazon <laughs> stock clearing sale the bottleneck is the production so they are importing a lot of parts from china and other countries mm-hmm. so they're not able to satisfy the demand i think once they have a larger factory and make stuff in india i think but next year they should not have this problem stock problem good to see you know but you know, big groups like ratan india group they were actually into solar uh, uh, portfolio and now uh, they are investing putting their money into electric vehicles so so basically what we are seeing is uh, businesses all over india are uh, you know looking at electric vehicles as a sunrise sector and investing putting a lot of money into the indian ev scene so especially the two wheeler and yeah that's fantastic uh, moving on to article 3 we have some electric scooter updates from three companies pure ev bigos and okinawa pure ev is offering an extended warranty for powertrain components like the battery motor and controller bigos wants to increase its portfolio and showrooms for the two wheeler category and okinawa has seen increased ev sales interesting so apparently pure ev is offering extended warranty on their uh, electric scooters they're they're uh, offering uh, warranty of the battery to 5 years and the motor to 3 years and the controller to 2 years this is what uh, rohit wadera the chief executive officer of pure ev said that uh, we are delighted to announce that this extended warranty policy will also be applicable on retrospective basis and all our existing customers can avail of this policy yes, that's a good uh, touch uh, bigos a subsidiary of rr global has strengthened its factory at chakan pune so that it can conceptualize and design made in india electric scooters the company plans to add two more vehicles to its portfolio by 
quarter four of 2021, which are going to be designed and built in India from the ground up. Heman Kabra, the managing director at Bigos, said, and I quote, these 100% made in India products will offer more performance, better range, advanced safety features, making it extremely favorable. Electric mobility's growth in India, end quote. Here, Abhishek, Bigos is a pretty interesting brand. Uh, also, we got news that Okinawa uh, has been doing really well in terms of sales. Uh, over the past uh, three months, they have sold more than 15,000 scooters. Uh, this uh, never happened before in uh, in previous years. So it looks like the lockdowns and uh, lack of public transport is getting many people to opt for electric scooters. And Okinawa is, since it's a pretty, pretty large brand by now, they're selling, uh, they're doing very well. Apparently, they have uh, got a lot of uh, demand in uh, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, AP and Maharashtra. There's a lot of peers among electric scooter owners about the warranty. It was a huge problem back in the day when lead acid scooters were everywhere. Uh, now similar fears are being echoed about batteries for uh, lithium batteries for two wheelers also. So what do you think about this warranty extension complaint? I think Pure V got a lot of criticism about their on their one year warranty policy on the motor. Ultimately they have sorted that out and uh, by offering extended warranty, uh, Hero offers Hero offers uh, five years warranty on their motors. So Pure V, I think uh, the reason they off they started off with one year warranty uh, on the motor was because they, I think they wanted to study some customer data. They wanted to have a set of customer, get data from them and then uh, analyze how the motors are doing. So I think they're confident now. And, uh, but again, uh, the fact that they're taking, they're taking money from uh, customers uh, for the extended warranty is sort of disappointing. They should offer this warranty by default is what I feel. Regarding Bigos, a uh, very good company, very interesting. We met a lot of people in their factory and uh, there are a lot of people who have a huge number of experience, huge amount of experience in the automobile sector. It looks like they are going to launch some pretty interesting models and uh, we just drove the Bigos B8 and Atulji was very happy with Bosch motor and the performance and the design aesthetics. It looks very classy, the scooter. Many people who we've uh, given test rides just love the look. Uh, so they've got something going right and if they stick to the same design aesthetics, we can expect some interesting uh, options from this company. Regarding Okinawa, large player these days along with Hero Electric and the numbers seems uh, Pretty good and they're just breaking records every every year we're seeing the numbers increase and that'll happen soon that'll happen in the next couple of years too especially with the fame to subsidy and the state subsidies these numbers will increase and they have a good future so but uh, the only concern of okinawa is their service network i think they should invest money in uh, service having regional service teams and you know ensure that service is not a big issue uh, that is a big fear among the community and uh, but yeah i think they'll get there so they're hiring good people uh, I also spoke to a marketing head who was part of the Honda team, who was part of the Honda Activa team. And he was saying that back in 2002, 2003, when Activa was launched, there were a lot of issues. And uh, But then it became a legendary scooter. So he was saying that, you know, Okinawa has a lot of potential. So good to know. And uh, good updates, Abhishek. Uh, I think uh, uh, these scooters are not premium uh, options like uh, Chetak or Bajaj or Ether. Uh, but they are uh, one level below, but at the same time, they're offering options to the consumers. So good to see. Yeah, so Okinawa especially has had issues in the past that we've extensively covered in our videos. Uh, you can check those out on our channel. But it's good to see that uh, they are working on those and they're making progress. And so there you have it. That, that was a little update about uh, what's going on in the electric scooter world uh, and what's going on with Pure EV, Bigos and Okinawa. Uh, that that was it. That that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys again next week. Thank you and goodbye. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Plugin India Electric Vehicle Podcast. You can find transcripts for each episode on our website. Plugin India is an EV advocacy group and a social enterprise 
dedicated to promoting electric vehicles and sustainable transport in India. You can write to us at support at pluginindia.com or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. We are self-owned and not a part of any large media organization. If you want to support our work, why not become a Patreon supporter or a YouTube channel member? It helps in paying our staff and bandwidth. You can also support the show for free. Write a review or recommend us to your friends and family. Every little bit helps. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for listening. Bye.